The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Yo, what's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. It wouldn't be always my buddy, of course, my pal, the man with the plan, the one only, the one and only John Malika and special guest. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. go. You already know what it is. But before we ask John how he's doing, guys. Ladies, everyone, you know what to do. If you listen to this podcast on all listening platforms, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We're also on YouTube. Nick's comment, Jets comment, ETC, period. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, hit the like button, hit that, you know, leave a comment, add to the conversation. It's all good. We want to know, especially for this one. All you Jets fans out there, we need to know for this one. Let us know your draft grades of this one right now, okay? We're about to get into it. And while you're over at the YouTube page, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our boy Chip Murphy. These guys go down <laughs> everything, baseball, basketball, NFL, you guys doing hockey? Hockey playoffs are going on. Are you guys going to do hockey? I hope so. People need to know, guys. People need to go. No. I'll be like game overs, one or game unders. three Rangers. You know how it is. <laughs> MSG playoffs. Got to be there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, overs, unders, money lines, props. You need help? These guys got you. But do so responsibly when you're betting. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. John, you know what time it is? What time is it, man? What time is it's it? It's time to get saucy, baby. You know what it is. Oh. It's time to get saucy. Let's go. We got Sauce Gardner in the building, baby. We got Sauce Gardner, all right? And we got a Wilson to Wilson connection, too? Woo! Woo! Stuff's getting real good around here, man. Stuff's getting real good around here. But we can't just have John in on the action. You know our other guy who's a Jets fan, video producer Greg's got to be with us today. Gentlemen, how are we all feeling? Jets been going. This is a pretty good Jets draft, I must say. I'm actually quite shocked how it's turning. I mean, we've done some mock drafts, whether it's with JD, whether it was with Greg, whether it's just speculation based on reports. Been pretty solid, if I do say so myself. I'm going to start with... Let's start with you, John. How are you feeling, man? How are you feeling? All right. Well, the day the day started pretty predictably. All right, from the one to three spots for me. 
Right, I had it in my in my mock on my latest mock that I put out before the draft, right, with Walker Hutchinson and Stingley. And that was the one, two, three. And then it was up to four for the Jets. We're sitting there, and in my opinion, before the draft started, it was the, the two players that were on top of the Jets board. It was later confirmed by Rich Semini of ESPN, and he's been covering the Jets since they were the New York Titans. So he knows something uh, that they were down to Ikem, the right tackle, or Sauce Gardner. Right? We all know that if they did choose Ikem, that means that likely Beckton would be on the trade market, especially with very interesting comments from Font coming out today saying he's working on an extension with the Jets for left tackle. Right? So it doesn't really make sense that we'd be able to keep both of them and a new right tackle, and the guards are all set up. So... With that, they went with their number one corner, Sauce Gardner. I personally was not all over Sauce Gardner as you guys were, as the rest of Jets Nation was, as really the rest of the NFL world was, right? The number one stat is he didn't let up a touchdown when he was with Cincinnati. We also just signed DJ Reed, who didn't let up a touchdown with Seattle last year. That's pretty nice. It's pretty good to hear. My number one criticism of watching the games because I I sit there and I watch every single snap that Ahmad Gardner took this year, I promise you. And he's a bully. He's a, he's, a, he's a bully at the line. He's a big bully, right? That's why he's getting the Cromartie, you know, comps, which is great. I hope that that translates. I, I, I was, uh, uh, you know, Mel Kuyper is having some interesting comments today. Like as soon as the Cowboys drafted Tyler Smith at 24, he's like, this is the penalty waiting to happen. <laughs> right. I, I really felt like that was what we we're going to get with Gardner. That doesn't mean I'm not really hyped about the Jets getting their number one cornerback on the board. I'm hyped, man. It uh, Like like we just played in the beginning. If your boss is screaming sauce at you <laughs> when he calls you, if, <laughs> if, if Joe Douglas is like screaming, uh, what he was, he was like, what is he, spi- uh, spicy, spicy, whatever, spicy, whatever he screamed as soon as he picked up the phone. It's pretty hype, man. And him and DJ Reed, and now we got Hall as our third cornerback. The slots are picked up. I, I, I'm just starting with the, the fourth pick. I'm, I was surprised, but I'm not. I'm, and, I'm content, man. I'm, I'm okay. Hold Everyone on. Check on John. Check on John. Hold on. Hold on. And the Jets trade to the 26th pick. No way. Oh my God, John! Are we getting oh, your guy? Oh, the Jets trade up. Are we the getting 26? your guy? Let's go. Are we getting your guy? Let's and the go. Jets traded up to 26. As we record, this is the thing that we've been talking about. Go. Let's John go. All day. So for those that don't know, I mean, John all day has been talking about Jermaine Johnson. We wanted him at 10. There was, there was talks of him at four, whatever it might be. We need a pass rusher. And there really was a group that was at the top of the list for the first round. And Jermaine Johnson, for some reason, was not picked. Some people are saying he's falling. Some people were saying that he was just overhyped. He's the last of that top and kind of guys and John, there's a shot we just made the move up together. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Who we just trade with? Who we just trade with at 26? Was that Baltimore? Uh, no, Baltimore chose Tyler Linderbaum, your boy. Oh no! So it was a 26 pick, and the 20. Uh, man, I don't even know. I know so we start re- we start recording and stop watching the draft because we know we're dedicated to the craft. We're oh. dedicated to the fans. We need to talk about this first man. round. I'm flustered. I am flustered right now. And it's changing. <laughs> so the terms, I got the terms. 
Okay. So Ian Rappaport tweets to just trade up for 26. And finally, FSU edge rusher Jermaine Johnson goes. He lands in New York. They considered him at their earlier spots and now get him at 26. The terms are 26 and the 101. Oh, for the 35, 69. Oh, Connor Hughes is going to be pissed. And the 163. Let's go. Okay. A plus draft. Let's go, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's go. Well, what do we say going into this? We kind of had four needs that we needed to address, and we've addressed three corner, now in the first round. Yeah, corner, corner, wide receiver, edge rusher. We yeah. also had offensive line. Offensive line still a need. Like let's not let's not oh, yeah. let's not change it. But yo, we we in the first round we just addressed three of our four needs. We got three. Got yeah. I don't even know. I'm besides myself. This. I'm legitimately besides myself. I don't even know what to think right now. Legitimately, don't even know what to think. What are, do we have a GM? Do we have a GM? Do we have a GM? Look at this. Jermaine Johnson is weird. Hold on, hold on. Because people were talking smack about Joe Douglas. It was like, oh, he's not doing this. He ain't doing it. Yo, my man just got three top guys. We got someone for Zach Wilson. We helped Salah get two positional needs. Let's go. I can breathe. I can breathe. I mean, Greg mentioned it. I've been going nuts for Jermaine Johnson. This has been a stressful two hours for your boy. This has been a stressful two hours. Dude, almost every pick since like 13, I'm like, oh, God, this is it. I'm going to hate this team forever. (laughs) Just do it to me. Every single pick. And then once it it went to the Patriots, oh, God. I I was like, that's it. He's going to the Patriots. going to ruin my life forever. Cowboys passed on him. Ravens got our boy Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah, which was a need for them. We got back in there, man. And then the the Jaguars just traded up right behind us, too. So I'm glad that Joe Douglas made that move. Holy crap. The Titans. The Titans is who we traded with, guys. Yeah. That's who is sitting at 26. Yep. God. Uh, I mean, we're a little bit off the rails right now, but my day is absolutely made. We we got the Jets' number one corner. No matter. Okay, really quick, right? Really quick. Why I was freaking out so much about Gardner, right? Is because our death scenario on every single mock draft we had was all of a sudden we're sitting at ten, and and our our guy isn't there, and it's like, damn, dude, we could have had him earlier, right? So now we were able to get Garrett Wilson at ten, and let's sit here for a second because I know all of us. Woo, but, I know, I know, Alex. I know. I know all of us today were really for the last month and a half. We're just not about this trading the number 10 for a wide receiver. We just weren't about it. Us three. Okay. Let's not speak for the masses. I know the masses would have traded every single pick we've ever owned for a wide receiver. Picks we don't have, picks we do have. Yeah, exactly. We we had a pick today for a pick we didn't even have. I forgot (laughs) about that. Feels like last century. Yeah. Um, Yo, can we, can we go, can we sidetrack off of that for a hot second? Yo. (laughs) I love how they want. Oh my god! It's the best if thing you're gonna tweet you whatever you want. <laughs> Yo, if <laughs> you're gonna tweet, if you're gonna if you're gonna tweet tweet fake like trade proposals, can you at least get the picks right? We have this guy, and I'm throwing his name out there. There's there's, there's Vincent Frank. I don't even know you where know. you where you working at, bro. Sounds like a you're, you know, you're, how you're, how you gonna, trust the guy with two first names, bro. Oh come on! Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Managing editor at Sports Night. Yeah, cool. I think he is at that. Managing editor at Sports Not, contributor to Forbes. Come on. 
Like you're gonna you're you're gonna tweet the Jets offered the tenth, thirty fifth, ninety ninth, twenty twenty three second, and Elijah Moore for the 49ers, and they're waiting. And then we don't even have the ninety ninth. And then you 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 follow up on a thread saying Moore is the holdup. Yeah, son, stop, stop, stop the cloud chasing. If I I need Rice, he already knows what the cloud chasing is. He put this one on the Richter scale, probably like at fifty. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> You get things wrong. Not making sense. He's making the new Friday Night Jet song, probably. For Mister 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 Prince and Frank, join uh, join oh our boy God. Rudolph with the, with the Knicks takes. But dude, bro, oh, can we, we can breathe. We can breathe now. I uh, I was, sh- you know what? And here's the thing, because we we've had conversations. This is going all over the place right now, because this is this is legit live reaction. You know, we found out this like you just heard. I broke the trade while we were recording. We didn't even know this was happening. But we were we were I, feeling. I felt it, man. Honestly, I felt I it in my bones. I, I, I felt it in my bones. Draft. I didn't even want no, to do this. Bro, I, I felt this. To watch Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> I, fe- yeah. I felt this. I felt this in my bones. People were like, "Are we gonna trade up?" I was like, "I'm actually feeling that we're gonna trade up." Because the way yeah. it was looking, I was like, "These teams don't need Jermaine Johnson. We need him more than anyone else on these teams." They kept falling and falling and falling, and we have the assets to do so. And you don't need to waste everyone. Just try to take that gamble on the next day. So I just. It is just amazing. We had conversations where we were just like, ah, oh, we don't see wide receivers in the top 10. At this point, I don't even care because you got, you got a solid wide receiver. He's not, I don't, th- he's going to be good. Let me let's get this clear. Let's, 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 let's do this because we had on this conversation and I feel like I was leading the whole chart saying, I don't see one of these guys as a top 10 wide receiver and I'll own it. And I didn't see, I didn't see the Jets drafting a top 10 because there's so much talk about wanting an impact player right now. I think Garrett Wilson will be good. Do not get me wrong. But with the conversations that we had were, is he going to make an impact this season? I still don't think he'll make a massive impact this season. He'll have games. He's going to have games. He's going to have his rookie mistakes. You watch film. Obviously, it's like, okay, he's got talent. He can catch the ball at the, at, at its apex. He can catch 50-50. He can do all oh, those yeah. things. Solid route, route runner. He's going to need another season before he fully gets everything like under under his belt. He will be able to contribute this season, but I'm not expecting a lot. He's not going to be that impact player that was rumored, but I like the pick. I was a little disappointed because I was like, we need defensive end help. But now that it's, it's turned out this way, A plus draft, A plus draft. My God. I, I don't even know how, as a Jets fan, I've never felt so optimistic. I am more optimistic than John is. <laughs> On a, on a, on a, on a constant basis. I don't know. I don't know. You can beat that, man. I I don't know, dude. Jermaine Johnson, like, really changed, like, just now, (laughs) like, what is it, like, 10.58, everything just changed. Oh, no, it's 11 p.m. right now. It's 11 p.m. right now. No, but I'm saying, like, the trade, when the trade dropped. When it happened, yeah. Honestly, at this point, Alex, like, you had, you had it really on the head. I didn't even want to do this podcast until the draft was over. Because as Craig pointed out, I'm literally staring at Jermaine Johnson, following every single minute. I'm like, I know they're gonna come back there. I know they're gonna come back. I, I I can't I can't start this draft podcast reaction until I react to Jermaine Johnson being picked, right? So that changes everything, man. We had not only us, the pundits, the media people, the draft experts, all the mock people had us Jermaine Johnson not even falling to ten. Right. Like we had to trade up from 10 to go get him. Mm-hmm. But so it was going to be Gardner and Jermaine Johnson. And then we'll see what happens later. 
Okay. So the fact that we were able to grab Jermaine Johnson later, Sauce Gardner first, still a top cornerback, and grab a wide receiver, just a wide receiver at 10, that makes me happy. But now let's talk about Garrett Wilson, man. Let's talk about him for one second, right? You you mentioned some of his stats that they brought up today, right? The my my whole issue. Well, for, there's one thing, of course, with Gary Wilson. If anyone knows me, he's from Ohio State. Okay, yeah. from Ohio State, Devin Smith on my mind, right? I know there's good wide receivers. You know, tell me Chris Carter, tell me all these things, great. But Michael I'm Thomas is Devin also Smith. from Ohio State. Don't, come on, bro, come on. Yeah, that sounds good. He's hyped about Chris Olave, though. Right? I don't know why he's hyped about him. <laughs> I didn't say anything about Garrett Wilson. I'm just saying. But for for the most part. Garrett Wilson is not, and I repeat, he is not the number one wide receiver, right? So that was the whole thing here. The whole thing was the Jets need a number one to complement yes. Corey Davis, and then Elijah Moore can chill, and then Braxton Berrios does his third down conversion stuff, and the two tight ends kind of close that out. He's not going to be that guy. To be honest with you, I think we just replaced Jameson Crowder, which is fantastic. Like, if, if he could be Jameson Crowder. I think it's more than that. I think okay, that, that, I hope so, right? Because he jumps high, right? That's his whole thing. But he, yep. he's, he's fast. He catches the ball and he does his screens. He's more of an Elijah Moore, Jameson Crowder type. That's just, yes. that's just his type. He, he's not, he's I'll not the number on one outside guy. He's just not. So I'm hyped about Garrett Wilson. <laughs> I know I don't want to like come off as a hater right now for Garrett Wilson. I like him. I'm excited. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be screaming Wilson to Wilson, just like everyone else, right? At MetLife. I promise. However, I'm not excited to the point where I think we have our number one wide receiver. Like right now, if we trade for a wide receiver, I'm not going to be pissed. I don't know where exactly we'd put him. But like, you know, maybe this means that Corey Davis is really on the line because we can get rid of him after this year. Yes. Yeah. So and that's like, what, thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that because that's where I think if you want to replace somebody, Garrett Wilson would replace Corey Davis. If somewhere down the line, you want sure. somebody who's a big bot, who can become a big body, Grab, uh, gra- grab, uh, throws up top, climb the ladder like Corey Davis can. That's that guy. That's what Garrett Wilson could do. I think we have our number one wide receiver on the team. I think it's Elijah Moore. You, you know how big I am on Elijah Moore. I think that, I think the dude, I think the dude, I think the dude could be like the next Antonio Brown because I think I see it because of the route running. Okay. He has that separation. He has the route running. He can play anywhere on the field, inside, outside. You know, in the slot, wherever you, you can legitimately move him around anywhere you want. The dude has just incredible route running and has strong hands and is able to catch through contact. I think we have it right there on the team. Is he ready to be that? Is the question. I think when the Jets are looking for like, yeah, we need our number one wide receiver. I think the thought process was more so going towards just being over the top. You know what I mean? Like, if you have someone like a DK Metcalf with Elijah Moore and Corey Davis, that's an over the top wide receiver core, you know, or even an AJ Brown. That's over the top. Dude, I think it's a lot. Of I don't talent. want to hear that name right now. We'll get to the, Dude, that was so irritating. Like I said, I'm happy with Garrett Wilson. <laughs> I, he's going to, he will be, he's not, he's going to be a good player. I get it. He's going to be a good player. Is he going to be, the impact that the Jets are looking for this season? No. Next season, you're going to see him more established in this offensive role. But to see A.J. Brown 
go for the 18th pick. <laughs> not get to it later. Yeah, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let's Dude, just I'm just saying, bro. I know. Did you? Did the Jets even get on the phone? Did they even call the Jets for the 10th pick? That's all yeah. I want to know. Uh, for the 10th pick? I hope not, bro. I hope not. Yeah, I think they might have called. 10, I think we might have said 57 no. mil, bro. No way. No way. Dude, I'm, that's why that's why I'm okay with Garrett Wilson. I want to hear your take, Greg, because I, I know you were all over the Jets need to get LaFleur guys, right? Just get guys that fit the system, right? And Garrett Wilson and Trey Burks, who I was screaming about, they both fit that system. So what, what do you got on Garrett Wilson, man? Yeah, my biggest problem with like taking a wide receiver at 10 was at, at the, with the 10th overall pick, you need someone that's going to step on the field day one and and play. And with Michael Forrest's system, I just didn't know what we were doing. Are we going back to a two tight end set? And if so, we only have two wide receivers out there. And that's obviously Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. So why would we draft someone who's not going to be on the field? Obviously, down the line, I think he takes over for Corey Davis. Maybe we don't go to a two tight end set. We stick with a one tight end set. And then, therefore, we do have three wide receivers out there. Um, You know, to me... It, it, the need for a number one, a true number one wide receiver was to go opposite Corey Davis this year. And then Elijah Moore in his second year. Yes, he improved last year over the course of the season, but this way he doesn't have to come out and we don't have to rely on him day one because he is just entering his second season. That was, I think, the need for a veteran wide receiver. At this point now, I'm happy with the pick because we got our edge rusher, Jermaine Johnson. We established or addressed our need at cornerback. But that was my problem with 10. It wasn't anything really about Garrett Wilson. It was just like, does a wide receiver, is a wide receiver going to play 80% of the snaps for us? Because if not, maybe there's a line, you know, someone else out there that will be playing more than 80% of the snaps. So that was really my issue. That was why I was thinking if we could trade back, we could trade back, take someone in the 15, 16 spot. But as we saw with the run of wide receivers, there might not have been someone at 15, 16 because we started it at 10 and then there was a run of, you know, five or six picks where it seemed like a wide receiver was going every other pick or every pick. And they had, and they had yeah. to know that Jermaine Johnson was dropping. Yeah, they could have had that feeling. I mean, like the one, the one report said, or the one tweet that we said, we talked about earlier saying that, I don't know if it was before we started recording or while we were recording about how like the media was just overhyping Jermaine Johnson. Maybe they thought that too. And so they knew he wasn't going to be a top 10 pick, a top 15 pick. So there was an opportunity for him. I just wanted to talk real quick. If you could bring up the trade package that we traded again, just to go over that real quick for Jermaine Johnson, or if we want to save that and talk about Jermaine Johnson as his own segment, because I'm interested if it was a second and a fourth. And then a later was, pick that we traded. Let's well, save that got, for another. Got, se- let's save. That, okay. Let's save. Let's save that for its own segment. I just want to finish up on, on the wide re- on the wide receiver talk because to just to get to your point, Greg, we're honestly like if the Jets were looking for a wide receiver, they wanted to trade back. How far are you trading back? Because you saw Drake London went to the Falcons, which that's just interesting in my opinion. Like we all knew yeah. the Falcons need to add wide receiver help. They're just down bad right now. We don't need to go too deep into that. But outside of that, you're not getting Garrett Wilson after the tenth because, as we saw right after us, after us, Saints take Chris uh, Olave, and then right after that, Lions take Jamison Williams. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. not too far down, the Commanders take Jahan Dotson. So Garrett Wilson is going somewhere, and unless you like one of these other guys, you're you're not getting that option. You're not getting that option. And what you're getting, as we already talked about, is a guy who's going to 
You know, he's good. He's pretty shifty. He's not elite shifty. Grabs you the 50-50 ball, right? You know, you look at his college stats, his junior year at Ohio State, caught uh, 70 receptions, over 1,000 yards, 10.58 to be exact, averaged 15 yards per catch, 12 TDs, you know? The kid's got yeah. talent. Kid's yeah, got talent. And, and that's the thing, too, is, like, if we liked Wilson, obviously, I think I think Wilson's the best wide receiver in this uh, draft. Yeah, well, so I was in Williams, no? I think so, but the problem is, like, I was or saying Drake our, London. our group chat earlier, but the problem is with those three, it's those three, right? It's Drake London, mm-hmm. Wilson, and uh, Williams. The problem is that Wilson's the only one that's healthy. So that's yes. where he takes the extra step for me as being the best wide receiver right now available because he, you know week one, barring injury in the preseason, he's ready to go. Where these other guys, you but, don't know if they're going to be ready week one. For sure. And then the thing that was kind of what was kind of iffy on Wilson is like even Connor Hughes wrote it in The Athletic is that he was, as John already pointed out, he's pretty similar to Elijah Moore. Where are you on this roster? Right. So that's why it was kind of confusing. But if you want someone who's going to fit type. into the little four system. Yeah, we got a type. (laughs) And look, even San Fran, like you look at out of San Fran, there's a certain type of wide receiver. Only Debo Samuel, like, was that complete package that anyone wanted, Uh, or I should say, not that anyone wanted, but that complete package on that team that they wanted. But but you look at then Drake London. I wasn't too, you know, I watched Drake London. I wasn't too impressed by him in the sense that he's not elite, fast. He's just tall. He's tall. Like honestly, when I watched Drake London. He gives me like that kind of like Plexico Burrs vibes. He's just big. He'll go up for the catch, long body, uh, solid route runner, which would have been an interesting dynamic on this team, but I don't think that's kind of what LaFour wants. He likes quick guys, guys that can get open to space. And I didn't really see that with London. It didn't seem like he had the, the shiftiness and, and just the technician just to like break guys down out, out of the route and getting into their route tree. That's why I think Wilson even though it's redundant to Elijah Moore, as John has pointed out, as Connor Hughes has written about, I think it just made the best sense, and he st- stays on the field. So solid solid pick overall. But let's get into the Jermaine Johnson, because we can talk wait, about wait, wait. Sauce Gardner. No, no, no. You want to talk about Sauce? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So well, before we leave the wide receiver stuff, let's hit on the the trades that you mentioned. Right? We, we talked uh, extensively about the Debo Samuel 10th pick. Apparently, he came out today from a real source, that we offered it and they declined, right? And I think we were getting back a third rounder, so it would have been like a round yeah. value of a 13th pick. And now, Greg, right? I know this is driving you nuts, and, and Alex, you were going to kill me when this happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> AJ Brown got traded to the Eagles for, you know, I was even talking to my brother about it. The value was 996 on the chart that everyone uses, as opposed to like the 1300, you know, where the 1060 was the, was the 10th big, but you know, the 1300, let's say a thousand to 1300 that we were offering. Plus AJ Brown got 57 mil. So my guaranteed. question to you guys, yeah, guaranteed, right? That's, that's what really matters in the NFL. Yeah. So my question to you guys, I know you were pissed, Alex. Are you, are you pissed? Like, and Greg, you could he, talk after that. Are you pissed about the AJ Brown trade? And are you mad that the Jets didn't do it? Or are you like, man, I, I don't want to trade all that for, for a wide receiver. I just and by wa- the way, by the way, because the trade was made today and it wasn't dealt with yesterday, there is no physical. It's just a straight trade. And we know AJ Brown had some tr- trouble. I'm sure it's not that big of an issue, but it's something for these NFL teams. They can't like yeah. stare at their guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. My thing is that when you look at the trade, right? The Eagles traded, uh, the 18th pick 
a third round pick and Traylon Burks to get AJ Brown, right? That's essentially the deal. Mm-hmm. When I look at that and I'm hearing what we offered for Tyreek Hill and what the rumors are out there and seeing all that stuff, like we offer the 10th for Debo Samuel. It's AJ Brown, bro. It's AJ Brown. And I think that's what, that's what really bothers me more. Not the fact that we didn't get him, but the fact that we offered a 10th rounder for Debo Samuel. And I don't even know if we offered the 10th round for AJ Brown. Like, I don't think we did. I don't think we should. I don't even care. Debo wants more money. He wants $30 million more. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) But bro, my thing is, (laughs) we're talking about the talent, but we're talking about the talent at the end of the day. Injured. They're both injury. They're both injury guys. I, I love, I love AJ Brown. Trust me. I love him more than anything, but I'm not, a, I wasn't upset. I'm not, I'm not upset that we, once again, I'm not upset that we didn't trade for him. I'm not that's upset that I understand that's a lot, but you're telling me between the two, you're going to offer the 10th for Debo Samuel and not AJ Brown. That's really what more, more my okay. agitation is. That's, that's cool. it. I don't care that we did, like, it's fine that we didn't do it. I've, it's fine that we're going through the draft, which is what Joe Douglas has been preaching. He's staying true to it, right? He's at least staying true to what he's been preaching. He's not going to overvalue anybody, even though, even if it's a premium position, it has, to, it has to meet that intersection, right? Where it's like the value and the return for the position makes sense. I don't agree with how much AJ Brown's getting. But when I look at the fact that we offered a 10th rounder for Debo Samuel, a guy who's legitimately injury prone and like his production comes out of gadgetry where you're asking for like a legitimate. Yes. I understand that he hates. I understand that he hates. Like he's going to come. He hates it, (laughs) but but he, he, he hates it, but yet he wants the money to be valued for that. He does both. So if you hate it, you just don't want to do that. It makes no sense to me. That's why it's even more irritating is that you want to give the 10th round for a guy who doesn't even want to do the full work of what he can do. And you, you, we're not going to give it to like a true wide receiver who's a body, like a legit, like brick house, right? Like he's a legit wall. Like it's tough to tackle AJ Brown when he's fully healthy. That's just my, that's just my irritation with it. I'm happy we didn't make the trade because for a hundred, uh, was 110 mil that AJ Brown is, is getting that contract, right? 100, 110, yeah. somewhere around there. And, and you give up all that. That's a lot, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's insanity. I don't agree with it. I know they need to, I know they got to get their boy out, uh, out in Philly, um, QB, QB some help. Why can't I, why can't, why is his name off the tip of my tongue? Whatever. But I know they're trying to get him some help. So that's fine. That's what they want to do. Yeah. yeah John Hurts. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and they picked up Traylon Burks, uh, which I, I, he's again, we mentioned it's the same system. AJ Brown, Debo, yeah. LaFleur, like it's all the same. So Traylon Burks is going to fit perfect in the Titans, but the Titans, you know, their locker room is pissed. And, you know, Trey Lance out here, speaking of people that are pissed, he's, he's commenting on Tony Jefferson today. Tony Jefferson tweeted, uh, I, I see Debo Samuel going to the Jets by the end of the today. And Trey Lance is tweeting, Bro, stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you can tell that these like locker rooms like these guys. So it is really interesting. Greg, what do you got on this AJ Brown, Debo Samuel stuff? I think to, to the Alice talking about the different, like, why did we offer the 10 for Debo and not the 10 for AJ? I think it comes down to two things. I think it's like total production for Debo has been higher and is higher just because he gives you the rushing along with the passing. So, I mean, I think last year he had eight, just under 1800 
total purpose scrimmage yards. I mean, that's insanity. So that's one of the reasons why you might be willing to trade a 10 for him and not AJ Brown. The other two is just familiarity with the system and the guy. You just know we have so much of the San Francisco staff on our team. We just know who Debo Samuel is. So maybe we're just more comfortable with bringing him in because we know he's going to adjust well to our system or he's a good fit for our culture and our locker room where maybe we don't know so much about AJ Brown. So I think that's the two reasons, you know, my man, AJ Brown did work with Brian Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan. Uh, some people think Ryan Tannehill is a top ten quarterback. So I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. Oh my god! But the other thing to, to your to your uh, <laughs> point about like, am I happy or, or whatever the question was about AJ Brown? Like, should we trade for him? At this point, I think I just trust Joe Douglas. Like, if you look at what we got, we got our wide receiver, and we still have a second round pick. If we were going to trade for AJ Brown, it would have been both of our second round picks. If we were to trade for Debo Samuel, either would have been both our second round picks, a third round pick, or it would have been our 10th overall pick. Somehow we ended up at the end of today with a wide receiver, our number edge one, rusher. Our, our number one wide receiver, our number one edge rusher. Number yeah, one and, wide receiver. And our number one cornerback. It's ours. Who's our number one wide? Who's our number one wide receiver? And he was our number oh, one cornerback. I see. I see. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think you meant yeah, the, like, like on the, our the board, schematic. Like on our board. Yes. Yes. No, yes, for yes, the Jets. And, the only thing and, we did was skip on our number one right tack. Yeah, That's and we, we still did. have a second round pick tomorrow where we wouldn't have if we traded for Debo or yeah. AJ. And Brown, I think so. I think Beckton is now going to be our starting right tackle. I think he's yeah. going to go back to where he was in college. Uh, Font, uh, we we mentioned interestingly right before the draft talking about how he's talking extension with the Jets and he refuses to not play left tackle. So. You know, that was why I also really thought we were going to get Ikem and get rid of Becton. I'm glad that Becton's staying. I'm glad that he's going to be our right tackle. And him and Elijah Vera Tucker on the right, like we were joking around, like them on the left, they just moved to the right, both of them. <laughs> right? Like Tomlinson's yeah. going to be the left guard now, you know, and with Font. So you got two, you got the veterans on the left and the young guys on the right. And I think it's going to be beautiful, honestly. It, I, I know that you're hurting a little bit, Greg, because Linderbaum won in the first round. We're hoping to. Maybe snag him in the second round, even even you know swap for McGovern, but McGovern will be fine at center. Yeah, uh, um, I'm I I have no complaints here, man, about this wide receiver stuff. We're keeping our picks, but speaking of keep, keeping our picks, we did make a trade, right? We 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 were a little hyped when it first happened in the beginning of this episode, but the the trade details are 26. They tear it up to the 26, and we got so the terms: a 26 and a 101. For the 35, the 69, and the 163. Okay. So the 163 is a, a fifth round pick, one of our fifths. So that's really nothing. I know the 69th pick, Connor Hughes, our boy, he's going to be upset by it, but I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. That is, um, our first pick in the third round. Yep. And that's it, man. And that's, that, that's all we needed to do to get Jermaine Johnson really funny. Uh, we got a, We got a tweet here from Connor Hughes saying that the Jets told Jermaine Johnson that if he's if he's there, we're going to come up and get him in the draft. I mean, I love that. I love that because that just dispels two years in a row, man. As soon as soon as Jermaine Johnson got picked by the Jets, it's like clockwork, bro. Ross Tucker, other people. Oh, there must have been something wrong with him. 
oh, the the Musselman's on the wrong. Like, no, dude. Like, the Jets literally told the guy, hey, we have a feeling you're going to drop. And if it happens, we're going to trade up for you. And it's exactly what happened. Maybe just Joe Douglas is a good GM. Maybe. Maybe he can get his top guys. Maybe he projects good enough, you know, to see where everybody's going. Right. Like we traded up for Vera Tucker last year because we knew that he was going to be there. Right. Mikhail Becton was the number one guy on our board. Uh, Elijah Moore, we knew that he, like, they say that we were so happy that he was going to be there, but we projected for him to be there. We didn't need to trade up for him. I mean, the, the, the guy could draft. <laughs> like, that, that, that's all I'm going to say here. So I, I want to get that's you the real biggest, And that's the big thing, man. Johnson, guys. Yeah. Like, I know we're hyped, but I want, I want your real thoughts on this. I mean, my real well, thoughts dude. are what? We, we trade a second and a third for him. Oh, we traded, we traded the, the fifth. Yeah. So yeah, we second, traded. Second, third, and fifth. And that mm-hmm. second and third that we got was Sam Darnold, right? Well, the, so, one yep. of them was Sam Darnold, yep. So the way my dumb brain works is like we trade Sam Darnold for Jermaine Johnson. That's a deal. I'll take that <laughs> 10 times out of 10. Yeah, and we, and we got we got back a late third. Okay. The 101, 101 is a late third. So we still can get a linebacker there. We can still get some lineman help, you know, some depth there. If there's someone there that we love. I saw Cole Strange went to New England. Yeah. That's, that's surprising, so. I mean, he was, he was one of those really good guys from the senior bowl. Yeah. Yeah. All these senior bowl guys, uh, like really quick, like my rapid reaction brain, like Zion Johnson jumped up really high because of senior bowl. Jermaine Johnson jumped up really high because of senior bowl. I'm so happy Christian Watson didn't get drafted in the first round because that was the oh one God. guy who jumped up crazy. But Cole Strange, another guy jumped up. Tra- uh, Penning, another guy jumped up in the, in the senior bowl. All these guys, man. I'm, I'm, I think Chad Muma really jumped up too. He's going to be in the high second round. So I, I'm, I'm really excited, dude, about. The Jets coaching this senior bowl. Right? I, I know we kind of poo-pooed it, but dude, look, look at the draft. Like it, it makes a huge difference. So again, I, I am so happy that the Jets got their number one corner. They got their number one wide receiver and they got Jermaine Johnson, who they say is their number one defensive end. He was my number one defensive end. I know Walker and Hutchinson are good, but Jermaine Johnson, he left Georgia, which is obviously going to go to the championship. Because yep. their D line was so good. He literally left the team because he did the anti Kevin Durant. He was like, yo, this team is so good that I don't want to be on this team anymore because I, no one's, everyone's going to think I'm just a product of the system. So before, before they win, even though, you know, Georgia won a national championship, bro, that must like sting a little bit, right? He went to Florida State, which they stink, got 12 and a half sacks. Like he won every record in the ACC. I mean, what else do you want from the guy? So I'm so happy the Jets loved him. Shout out to LeJay Doosable, dude. He's the one that really put me on to Jermaine Johnson from day one of this stuff. And that's why I was like, all right, I got to watch tape. I got to read up on him. I'm jumping into his Jet spaces. Like he had me I know, today. I feel like it was just me and him crying about Jermaine Johnson almost every three picks. And once we got him, he's like tweeting. I'm going to can't wait to walk around the streets. And so I, I can just say, man, I am elated that we drafted Jermaine Johnson. And that really sums up the whole draft for me. I would be upset. If we ended up with Gardner, who's good, and then Garrett Wilson, who's meh. To be honest, I'm be honest. Uh, yeah. And then we're not going to really get an edge rusher in the second round. We're going to get some, you know, some Jones and Moomah. And I would have been upset. Nice. And that's the thing. That's what made, like, people were already saying, like, it's an A plus draft with, with Garrett Wilson and, and Ahmad Gardner. Like, it wouldn't have been A plus. It would have been a good draft. It wouldn't be, like, because B, B minus. Once, yeah, B. I'll give it like B. But, the reason is it comes down to we needed an edge rusher. 
We lost Carl Lawson. We couldn't put pressure on the quarterback. Coming back, son. He's coming back, son. We couldn't put pressure on the quarterback, and you were going to be okay if we left this draft with a lot of talent at edge rushing, and you're going to be okay with that and say we got A-plus? No, we, we we needed an edge rusher, and now we got it. So that's why yeah. we got everything that – almost everything. Like, we can still address the O-line in the second round if we really wanted to. It's not going to be – it wouldn't Let's be like – Let's talk about it. You want to talk about that for real quick about be. the second round? Yeah, but let me just say something on, like, uh, on Jermaine Johnson. 11 and a half sacks, by the way. You gave him one extra. You gave him one extra. I'm sorry. And by the way, on that point, John, I think that was smart by him because a lot of the knocks on the Georgia guys, if you're watching any of the pre-draft coverage during the draft, is he didn't have a ton of production. He didn't have a ton of production. So I think by going to Florida State and then getting 11 and a half sacks, where these Georgia guys are like, oh, he only had three and a half sacks, or oh, he only had four and a half sacks, or only had four Nicole Dean, bro. Pressures. Dude, look at that's the, the thing. Team. Like you look, if you look, if you look at those two years, he had one and a half sacks, five, five sacks. Yeah, that's he's it. Still a beast. Yeah, all like he's still, and he's still good. All these Dude, guys. The fact that he goes to Florida State Walker next to you, the number one pick, it's tough to get a bunch of sacks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact no, he goes to Florida State, gets eleven and a half. You know, I think it's very that's why impressive. It, Wyatt just, I mean, Wyatt was a guy who I was hoping that he was going to fall to the second round for the Jets, and he just got picked in the first round. Another guy, another D lineman on, on Georgia. So, two wide receivers from Ohio State. We grabbed one of them. Uh, I, I don't know. Do we count this as a Georgia defensive lineman? I feel like he is, right? He's still boys with all of them. They're all laughing about it uh, pre draft. Oh, so, I'm Jermaine really, Johnson, yeah. yeah, I'm really hyped that Jermaine Johnson is now with us. And, dude, the number one thing about Joe Douglas was he gave himself flexibility in free agency to be able to do this, right? Like, let's rewind for two seconds. The fact that he got Reed, the fact that he got Whitehead at safety, right? That stuff, the fact that he even, like, I know it's silly, but he re-signed Berrios, grabbed the two tight ends. Now we're not desperate for a tight end. We weren't desperate for a wide receiver, right? <laughs> if, it's, if it's just Corey Davis. Brought in a guard, so we didn't need to draft the offensive lineman right off the top. Like we are, we're so set up, man. We didn't cut yeah. McGovern like everyone wanted to the day, you know, <laughs> the, the day after the the season ended. Where you know, and, and it was always GVR, man. It was always GVR. It was never McGovern. It was always GVR. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. And you know that stuff, mate, gives us the flexibility. I've been screaming that we have the most draft assets since '91. Uh, Rich Semini said today it was the first time I think since the '80s that uh, a, a top ten. Uh, cornerback and wide receiver were picked by the same team. Another reason that I really just didn't think we were going to do that. Like we, we, we set records today, but dude, like this is the flexibility. Like, okay, you guys could chill. We got our cornerback. He's lined up with Reed now who we signed. We got a safety. We saw Hall is now our third cornerback guys. He's literally our number three cornerback. Dude, and that's the thing, right? Two, two slots. Eccles and Let's get Mike into this Carter. because, because we, we just went completely over our first pick. We completely went over our first pick in Mod Sauce Gardner. It was, it was guaranteed, like, but can we can we talk about how DJ Bienemy sends out a tweet saying, uh, as long as the Jets draft uh Sauce Gardner, he doesn't care what they do for the rest of the draft. I want to know what that piece is gonna look like because he's probably gonna be stoked after how this is all played out. I'll be out in the morning. Uh, he I even said he, he even said he, he even said I'd even have a write up ready for Garrett Wilson because I did not he and he's like laughing his ass off because he didn't <laughs> think he was gonna drop that far. So I can't wait to read this piece. And then we get Jermaine Johnson. This thing is going wild, man. But Sauce Gardner, you know, we talked about it. We On this pod, we talked about Sauce Gardner. We talked about Jermaine Johnson. 
Uh, I don't like, even though Garrett Wilson was up there on our pod, I don't think we saw that as a legit reality where we're going to get all the, all three of these guys. Like, we're just like, all right, 10, this, just because it's so hard to figure out trades. But the fact, oh, and what I was going to say is that that first tweet that he tweeted, Darrell Revis liked it, by the way. He liked that first well, tweet. He, that, he's, he, you know, he's actually, if, he's actually calling our second round pick tomorrow. For tomorrow. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, or, or today when you're listening. And then was like, oh, it has to be a cornerback. I promise you one thing. It's not going to be a quarterback. I promise you. No, we but so the many. thing is, the <laughs> thing is, so many cornerbacks, dude. It's and I'm not nuts. saying, I'm not, I'm not saying Sauce Gardner is going to be the next Darrell Rivas, but that's a legitimate number one. Corner. He better be Cromartie, bro. I'm so sick of this. He better be Cromartie. I'm, I'm, if after all this, He's, he's not Cromartie. I'm going to be pissed off. He better be Antonio Cromartie. And he has a system, right? We were talking about it literally last episode on the winning picks weekly, right? The Jets have, uh, the Jets are trying to adopt the Richard Sherman cornerback defense, right? Where it's like, yo, you just chill here. You don't have to follow the receiver and we're just going to block off, right? That's what you said, Greg. You want to just block off a zone. Zone. And I yeah. think that Reed can block off a zone. And I think that Hall can block off a zone. And Gardner better block off his own. Okay. I'm just gonna, we haven't seen him yet, but he better, he better do it. But dude, we, we still have, we have the, the sixth pick in the second round. Uh, that's unbelievable. That, that stat right there is like, it, like that's to your point, Greg, about why the hell would we trade? We have the sixth pick in the second round right now. I feel like we're done. I promise yeah. I feel like we're yeah. done, dude. Like, we if we end the draft picks. right now, I would be like, All right, picks. cool, great draft, like, guys. Three, like, yeah. like, is that not is that not like equating anyone's brain? Like, we had three first round picks, and we have the sixth pick of the second round, and we're still good. Like, we still have other picks. Bananas, like that's bananas to me. I, I, I don't, I, I don't even, I even see the last couple picks here. So, uh, I'm, I'm gonna review those real quick before I talk about who I want <laughs> for number six. But do you guys have any? Uh, if you have any more final thoughts on the Jets, let me know. But do you guys have any thoughts outside the trades? Because we know it was a trading frenzy. Outside, and if you have any thoughts on the Jets, please let me know and the fans know. But I also want to know just in general, like, did you have any crazy thoughts about this draft? Like, what really blew your mind in, 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 you know, in the first, I don't know, 24 picks that we're watching? I guess just to tie up on Sauce Garden to put my thoughts in there, I'm, I'm confident he's going to be a solid quarterback. The height, you know, he's 6'2, 190 pounds. He's got the length, got the speed. What do you ran like a 4'3, 4'4 in the 40? Kid can move. I think, you know, there's already talk that he can be Sherman, but better, uh, when he's fully developed. I got, I got, eh, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, you don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. He has three and a half inch long arms too, which is like the second longest tied for the longest in the whole entire class. Like, dude, the dude is long and he is fast. Ooh, I, I just, look, hope, he had three, sa- look, he had three sacks. He had three sacks in college, 28, yep. close to 30 tackles as a corner. You like to see that as solo tackles. Yo, guys, so. I got I got I got a tweet from Jeremy uh, from Chandler Jones. Want to hear it? Let's, Let's hear it. it. Many teams will regret not getting Jermaine Johnson. That kid's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler Jones hates us. <laughs> Literally, like <laughs> he hates our guts. Oh, God, dude, Let's Joe go. Douglas knows what he's doing. Let's go, Joe. Joe Douglas knows what he's doing. Hey, look, we've been saying it. The the process for him has been drafting. Some work through free agency. <laughs> we got Johnson. I, I don't even know what to do with myself. I am so damn at 
George George uh Carlifax Carlifax whatever I can't even say his last Call name office, at the moment. Yep. He just yep. got picked. Like we yep. would be stuck with nobody tomorrow, man. Nobody. Oh my god, dude. Thank I was going to say for me I was hoping that we get a safety but literally the draft just ended as I legit thought I thought I thought I thought Kansas City was going to take him. I thought Kansas City was going to take him at 21. I'm not going to lie. I thought Kansas City was going to take Jermaine Johnson at 21. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, ever since like 14, 15, I, after Zion Johnson went to the Chargers, almost every single thing I thought was going to be Jermaine Johnson. I'm not even lying. Let's talk about this trade, though, because this trade also shocked me. Hollywood Brown being traded to the Cardinals. That's actually shocking. Now you get Hollywood uh, Brown back with his boy out in Arizona. Yeah. Um, that's why it's not shocking to me. That that tidbit, that's why. Because Conrad's all upset. And what do you do when, when players are upset? You get them their friends. It's what's just shock, interesting. What's shocking to me is that... It's just that, interesting because what wide receiver... Because that was their best wide receiver, in my eyes, for the Ravens. So now, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you, who, are you, who, are you, who are you helping? You, you take Kyle Hamilton. Good pick. You know... You know, you want to talk about like you, you had Ed Reed, and now you get another solid safety. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Ed Reed, but you're you're filling up a safety hole that you had. Uh, but you Mark give Andrew up your weapons. So you give up. <laughs> so you give up your your quarterback's weapon. What? That's kind of what's shocking uh, to me. Yeah. I agree with you 100, percent Alex. That was going to be that's the part that's shocking to me. Like I thought going into this draft, they needed to draft a wide receiver. Yes. And then they turn around and they trade a wide receiver. That's what I'm saying. And I was just like, what's going on right now? Like, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm like, dude, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah. And that was his boy, too. He loves Iowa Brown. Well, of yeah, course, he's the, only, he's the only wide receiver on the, the team. Of course he well, loves Well, they drafted him. Bateman. Yeah, you have Mark. I mean, you have Mark Andrews, but you can't count on Mark Andrews to be fully healthy all the time. So it's like it was Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown. Now it's just Mark Andrews. And you got the yeah. Gus Plus out there, too, I guess. <laughs> and they help Lamar Jackson because they traded Hollywood Brown and they end up drafting Tyler Lindebaum. So it's like, all right, we got you a, a center that can play this system for the next You know what's so classic? Like, we, we got Joe Douglas, right? He has, like, the Ravens background. Everyone talks about how the Ravens, GGM, Ozzy, the best in the business. And they got the two guys everyone made fun of me, you know, early, early, early draft for liking, <laughs> yeah. right? They got Kyle Hamilton. They got Lindebaum. Everyone's like, you're an idiot. You don't know anything. <laughs> Why would you want these guys? You're no value. And then you're gonna tomorrow. Everyone's gonna tell me that the Ravens are the best team ever in draft yeah. history. So like I just a minus draft grade every year. Well, you I'll J- use them the best. But hey, ever, hey, but John. John says the Ravens got your boy J.K. Dobbins, right? J.K. Dobbins, no, my boy Gus Edwards, bro, top of the high school. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. But yeah, dude. So you got the Gus Bus. You got J.K. Dobbins, and then the wide receiver is Devin Duvernay, Rashad Bateman. Bateman. And I mean, Bateman, I love Bateman. And, and the Giants are dummies for taking Tony over Bateman. And when I said that, oh, how stupid are the Giants for taking Tony over Bateman? Everyone screamed at me, oh, secure Jets. Oh, so do they actually have a wide receiver in? No, they weren't trading. Idiots. We'll get this depth chart. Do they actually have wide receivers in that, they, that they're okay with? Or do you still think that's a lot to give up? I think Christian Watson is going to be on the Ravens uh, tomorrow. Mm. You got to do Greg, something. You were interested in, 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 how, in, the, in the trade value, huh? Yeah, well, what was it? I was saying tomorrow I have to go through the trade value chart and look at all of these trades. Dude, there's so many trades. Like looking at ESPN, if you look at the first round, they had the little icon next to if the pick was traded. 
it's just <laughs> icon, icon, icon. Like, yeah, from the yo, it is a lot. On, it is just trades galore. Like, I mean, think the most exciting first round. The Jaguars ever. give up too much to move back into the first round and get Devin Lloyd. I, I don't know. I haven't looked at the chart yet, but <laughs> yeah. Devin Lloyd's a great player and they need defensive guys. I mean, that defense is shaping up. Well, let's, 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 let me ask you guys this question. Do you think that all these trades are indicative of the draft class? Like how, how strong it is, how weak it is, more so on the weak side. If you're doing all these trades, is that what you were thinking? I think it's just indicative of the new NFL. Like you were talking a little bit earlier about like the Jets getting Wilson and he's kind of like an Elijah Moore. And I'm like thinking in my head, it's like kind of like almost like to me, I look at it like basketball now. Where it's like positionless basketball. It's like we're going into this weird NFL where it's positionless linebacker, safety, cornerback players, positionless, like with uh, the number one pick tonight, like Walker or whatever. He's like a positionless edge rusher, interior lineman, linebacker, like weird guy. Mm. And then with us, with Wilson and Amore, it's like we got positionless wide receivers. Like the only thing that's better to me than one Elijah Moore is having two Elijah Moore. So I'm fine (laughs) that we got an Elijah Moore copycat. That's a, so, that's, a, that's a good point. Um, so that's where I think it's just kind of this new age NFL. I think the new age NFL, when it comes to the draft, is you see it with the Rams. It, everyone's pointing to it. It's hard to do, but just trading away picks. And then as a circumstance of that, just a lot of trades because people just people are just moving around. They're trying to get the guys that they like. So I think you're going to see a lot more trades in the future. I also think you're going to we're going to keep having these drafts where was there eight teams without a first round pick. I think that's going to happen year in, year out. There's going to be six, seven teams without a first-round pick because a good player now is worth two good guys later. So I think it's just the new I mean, age of football. I love I love the comparison. Right? Even Greenberg, you know, Greeny, when he first started, talking about how the NFL is really turning into the NBA draft and the NBA yeah. pageantry, right? We have Darren Ravel tweeting out Travis Scott shoes and their price on StockX, like the Darren Ravel he is. Like, you know, it's really turning into the NBA draft. I Sauce is wearing these, like, chains – which is really oh, yeah. NBA style more than NFL NFL stuff. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna be excited. Sounds good. And then you move on. Like, you up until up until this year, they weren't even announcing trades. Uh, you know, this is the first year they announced trades at the actual draft site. So it definitely is changing. And as the NBA is kind of transitioning into a sign and trade league, where you know they've encouraged teams to extend and then trade, so there's no free agency. The NFL. The free agency has really blown up where you realize teams are just not willing to pay. Like Joe Douglas was not willing to pay $58 million and a, and a 10th pick for a wide receiver. Just not willing. And so if you're not willing to do that, that means you're willing to buy high on draft picks, but it's really buying low, right? Cause you have the four or five years, you know, especially if he's in the first round. And then you could franchise tag the hell out of him for two or two years and really screw him. And then that's it. Seven years out of a guy where you just got, you know, for a pick and you're paying him no money virtually. You know what I mean? Or, or league capped or designated money. And so I think that's really the new age NFL here where there's certain teams that are willing to spend, right? The Rams, for example, like the, like the Tampa Bay the teams who are right there or, or the win now teams. Yeah. Or even the Eagles, the Eagles see. I know it sounds crazy, but the Eagles see their division and they're like, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have one team waiting, the Giants waiting for next year for a quarterback. We have one team, the commanders that don't even have a team. And then the Cowboys think, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what they're thinking, right? They're like, yo, we can win this division easy. So uh, I, I do like a team like that. Look, they're looking for now. And 
it's indicative of the of the of the Titans. Like think about the Titans for a second, right? They have a number one bona fide young wide receiver. They have him. His name is AJ Brown. They traded him for hopefully somebody that could be AJ Brown and, and Trey Burks. But in the meantime, they're saving sixty mil. You can guarantee they don't have to write a check into escrow tomorrow. You know what I mean? So they're they're hyped about that. So yeah, I, I really do. I believe in this new age NFL, and that's why we're able to mock draft these players and these teams because we know how they operate right like everyone's laughing oh what are the packers going to do are they going to take wide receiver they don't draft wide receivers <laughs> they're just not going to do it we know you're, you're asking so, about so, my biggest surprises that's number one for me looking okay. at the first round <laughs> okay i was about to ask that i was about to follow up like what are the biggest surprises in this draft at this point because all these trades you know we could just keep going like all these trades right are, are, are shocked personally I'm kind of shocked that Kyle Hamilton dropped so far that he did because early on in the whole draft process, it was like, Oh, he's a top 10. You, he's just a talent. You can't let this kid in. It's like, you know, John, we were, to, Greg, we were talking about, it's like, someone's going to drop. Like guys are going, it just happens. <laughs> 87 every people year. were going in the top 10. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just happens. Every, who is dropping? I think the, I'm kind of shocked that Stingley went so early. I'm not going to lie. The Texas have a lot of oh, needs. Yeah. John, Kudos to you, though. You called it. Bro, he loves it. Said it. Like he a went, week like, or so ago. Yeah. <laughs> he literally, like, like, at some point, there's smoke, and then there's like, yo, I literally said the words, I love cornerbacks. I don't know what else to tell you. That's what Love personally, said. <laughs> like, personally, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that he actually kept true to his word. Kudos to him for. I just find it dumb that you're legitimately a team that needs everything. And the first position you want you want to address is like. All right, son, we're going to be putting you out on an island every single day. Uh, do we have a defensive line that can get to the quarterback? No. Uh, do we have a, do we have an offense that can stay on the field? No. So why am I being drafted right now? Because I like cornerbacks. And, and to me, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you Texas have a bad draft? I think have a bad so. draft? You do? I think so. Uh, because look, you know, later on, they took, uh, Kenyon Green. You know, you take it all. That like, was my number one surprise. The, the, can you agree? Like, and this, and this is why, but this is why it's all surprising. <laughs> this is legit why it's all surprising. You just, you just, you could have had Neil, you could have had Iggy, like, but you choose Kenyon Green? Where? Well, they're all gone. They're all gone. But I'm saying you, you had, had, but they three. had the third, um, but they had the three. Like, I don't think Stingley's going that high because of his injury history. Listen, like, okay, the one get, thing, the one you, thing, if he's not injured, look, look, if he legit. turns into Chase, like if he, if, if it's LSU just does this thing where they allow players to take the year off and, you know, get healthy for the NFL draft and become top bro, 10 picks, how can you, bro, can you say? Because look at that, look at how it all played out. We just, let's look at, look at the board, how it played out, right? After, like, you, you we could just make it a lock that, um, that Sauce Gardner was going for. We could just make it a lock there. Sure. That's who the Jets liked. Outside of that, did you see another cornerback being drafted until 21, Trent McDuffie? No. Like yeah. the Texans legit probably could have gotten Derek Stingley at 15 and could have gotten a top, uh, could have gotten a top alignment. So the smoke from the Texans was, and it kind of threw me off a little bit on my betting today. I'll be honest with you is they said that they want to trade up from what they had the 14 originally or the third, the 13th originally. And they wanted to trade up. So I thought that they might try to catch Stingley on the back end 
and get I can at three, which was my, you know, doomsday scenario that I had in my brain the whole time. Like they're going to take I can and then trade up for give up something extra just to move up and make sure they hold Stingley, you know, at the, at the 11, for example, with Washington. That, that's what I thought. So I agree with you. Uh, I, I do think Stingley was high, but I'm, I'm still not shocked. Does it shock you though that Gardner was the second pick, uh, cornerback? I mean, I, I, I'm with you on that, on that aspect, right? Like everybody's saying Gardner's the best. Gardner's this. Gardner's, he's the second cornerback pick. You know, it, it, it relieves you a little bit from the Okuda stuff, right? Because he's not the first cornerback pick. He's at least the second cornerback pick. That kind of helps me out. And Jermaine Johnson is not the second uh, defensive end picked, which is like there's been like one good def- second defensive end picked in like the last 10 years. So I'm, I'm happy that all these, they don't fall into any of these statistics, right? I, I, I'm, I'm mostly surprised by the Kenyon Green pick, the Texans, like you mentioned, which was from Philadelphia. And... Also, the Dotson, he was yes. to be like a second, third round pick. Like yes. I was hoping to grab late him late first, early second, yeah. But then Watson went from sixth to second to top ten. <laughs> he fell out of the first. So, uh, is he is 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 Watson like the number one guy right now that fell out? I, QB stuff's nonsense to me. McBride, okay, tight end. I bet it was like plus five hundred. So obviously not the running back situation. No, is, is Watson like the only hype guy? That like really didn't fall. I mean, and of course, it's Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean, but also I'm a little bit surprised that Malik Willis didn't get drafted. In the the quarterback round. stuff. Yeah. How about Kenny Pickett bit. that he fell to the Pittsburgh? Anyone shocked about that? They put out smoke, no. right? That they love Willis, right? That was their whole thing all offseason. They love Willis. Tom, yeah. uh, Tomlin's smiling at Willis in front of the camera, all these things. Uh, yeah. So you're right. That, that's some smoke. All these things, they, they keep registering in my brain, right? Like, I'm a little upset with myself that I got off the, the, the Thibodeau to Giants stuff because I had all, all like for the first month and a half, it was, it was the Giants are going to get Neil and Tibbs. Those are the most Giants picks of all time. And then I thought and it was going to be Gardner and guess Neil. what they did. I, I, but I moved off. I'm beyond, I moved off at the end because I was like, yo, you know what? It's going to be Gardner and Neil or Gardner and Cross. Or if I was them, like Greg mentioned, where you're sitting there with Cross and Neil. You know that Carolina is not going to take another cornerback, especially after they just got uh, Jace Horn. I thought maybe they'd go that that route, but you know they got their guy in Tibbs. He, he's a, quite a character. Like watching his interviews, he's plugging stuff in. He he, he was saying that he you know he only talked. Well, to Tom Thibodeau has always been a character. I mean, Tom the Tibodeau. way he addresses. <laughs> oh, classic. we're talking about Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a classic, man. It's, I'm I'm happy that there's no extra Tibbs or Trey Burks. Or, or McBride to freak you out <laughs> on, on the New York. But that's about it for me, dude. I'm so hyped about tomorrow. I, I know we did, we lost the pick. I don't see much trade movement for the Jets. We'll see. I know we're picking uh, six tomorrow uh, in, in the second round. That's our only second round pick now, which is fine. I think that's what we originally had. No, no, that's actually the Panthers pick. We traded our second round pick. But I'm, 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 I'm really hyped about it. I personally, right off the bat, I think it's going to be Jones, the defensive uh, defensive tackle, or I think it's going to be Muma. I I know people, we we don't need a linebacker. <laughs> I know we don't need defensive linemen anymore. But like uh, I I think I I one of those two guys are my picks right now uh, for the 38. I have no I have no idea what the Jets are going to do tomorrow. Uh, I think Muma might be a third round guy. I think we might be able to get him in the third round, which would be insane. Cause I think 
tomorrow. So I Nicole think Dean? the Kobe Dean. If we get into Kobe Dean, it's an A plus draft. It's like a generational draft. I mean, he was the he was the play caller. He was the number one guy. He was the captain of what's considered what could be one of the best college defenses of all time. And now we get him next to Mosley inside of his defense with Robert Sala. Don't forget I mean, Alex's boy. My Mr. Williams. Who dropped right <laughs> He picked up off uh, the Jaguars. <laughs> like, waiver. Right? Well, now he's our starter. We're like, right, we're good at linebacker. All right. Everyone's saying it. Everyone's saying it. Hey, everyone's saying it. it. I know. The GM is saying me. Alex is telling me. Everybody's telling me we're good at linebacker, except for we gave up a 1,000 yards to a tight end every year and, you know, 11 touchdowns, but whatever. Because we didn't have a defensive end that could jack somebody up at the at the line of scrimmage, bro. We need someone that can jack them up. That's what it is. Funny you say that. I, I There's always a stupid line from ESPN or NFL that pisses me off on the day of the draft. Like that one time where they said uh, the Jets needs everything, right? That pissed me off. Yeah. This year Happy it was. for the Knicks, too. This year it was that one of the number one of the biggest losses the Jets had, Shaq Lawson. What are you guys talking about? Like, what is anyone even talking about? That was our biggest loss. A guy we got for the fifth round, and we, we got pissed off that we didn't play him. <laughs> John, if anything, if anything from last season where we had or was it two seasons ago where uh, you know, Trevor Warren should stay in school and go to, shouldn't go to the Jets and all that type of stuff. No one really covers the Jets. What was his name? on why. Jeremy Shack. Or the Athletic. Shaq. I'll never forget you. I, unless, unless it's the New York Post, <laughs> the Daily forget. News, the Athletic, or SNY. Jeremy Shack. He, he lives rent-free in my brain. That clip lives rent-free in my brain. I'm telling you, right? It has a, has a room and everything. I really hope the Jaguars suck. I really do. Greg, what do you got? What do you got for tomorrow? Any, any lasting thoughts for round two for today? Looking at the big board, like the ESPN big board. So, I mean, if you have your own or you're looking at other places, whatever it is, like the positions that we don't need, like we don't need a cornerback. We don't need a defensive end. We don't need a edge rusher. We don't need a wide receiver. They're do just we like, go, do we go safety? Two safeties he, are gone. Yeah, they just took the last two safeties just went. So it's like there's literally like three or four people. There's Nicobe Dean. There's, then it goes down deep. Then it goes 11 people down as your boy, Travis Jones, defensive tackle. Where's Kenneth Walker? Unless we're looking at running back. Brees Hall's up there. He's the third, he's the fourth ranked guy. Kenneth Walker's the 13th. Oh, I didn't see the Vikings took Lewis sign. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are we looking at running back tomorrow with the six, the six pick of the second round? I don't see us passing Jones. I'm be honest. I think if I think if Jones is there, Logan Hall is another name that people really like from Houston. I think that yeah, if one of the defensive guys and Kobe Dean, if one of those guys are there, I think there's definitely a shot. If we're looking at safety, you have to go pretty far down. I mean, the 18th overall guy is uh, the guy from Baylor, Jalen Petre. Petri. He's okay. He's fast. We have nice. safeties. Like we paid one. We paid a strong safety. And we have like seven free safeties, right? We have whether it's Pinock who's trying, whether it's Lamarcus Joyner coming back. We did sign Will Parks. I mean, it's not desperation. Yeah, like, you know, what I mean, there's there's bodies. The other name so that's kind the, of far, the other name that's kind of far down that if you guys remember from the the senior uh, bowl that we talk about a lot is Perion Winfrey. 
from Oklahoma. Oh. He was going nuts. Yeah. He was going nuts at the senior bowl. I mean, he's far down. He's the 23rd ranked guy, according to ESPN, which would be quite a reach for us in the second round. But maybe there's an opportunity. We saw a bunch of trades going down. Maybe there's an opportunity for us to trade down. Someone needs a wide receiver. There's still a bunch of wide receivers left. There's still a bunch of quarterback, cornerbacks left. So maybe someone needs to move up, but we could trade down five or six spots and take one of these we are, defensive we are back. We are back in the back of the third. We did lose our top second pick and our top third pick in the trade, but we, we, we're back in the top. We're back. We have two-thirds still. So we still have the back the back second and two-thirds. So We have, I think, one-third and one two-fourths. Okay, yeah, sorry. We have, we still have the back third. We saw we still have a top second. We have two fourths. Yep. I mean, you think Muma? You think Muma's there at the end? You think Muma is the third? Uh, the problem is I don't if know if he's like, I don't know if he's a late third. That's my guys, problem. Hey guys, if we get Chad Muma on the squad at plus Jones, like, what am I gonna do? Like, I, I don't even I don't even know I'm gonna act. Like, I, I mean, we're gonna have five know. defensive guys in the first five pay, or six picks. I would be okay with I mean, that. Defense, defense, the defense needs help. Let's keep it. Let's keep it real. Yeah. Offense is pretty much it's set. I mean, we could legit try to get. They don't need it right now. We don't need that true running back that could be a workhorse. That's later. Walker and, Walker and Carter would be sexy. I don't know what other word to use, but Walker and Carter would be sexy one too. Like, there's no other words for me about that. But we don't need it right now. That's the thing. Like, we don't need that. Right we don't now. need it. We don't need it. But it would be phenomenal because there's always would running be. backs. There's always running backs. So I agree. We don't exactly. Need it. There's there's always a running back. So it's like you look at the offense right now. It's pretty much set. I mean, unless you want to go find a center, but outside of Linderbaum, there's no one in there that you're really going after. So Chad Muma, you know, he's projected to be somewhere in the middle of the second, around the fifties, as of right now. Jets could try to get cute and try to trade back and try to get some more value and see what happens. But I could see them getting Jones. Yo, John Franklin Myers, Vinny Curry, and Jones just rotating that middle. What's up? Williams, right? Quentin Williams, Carl Lawson. Your boy JJ. We got JJ in there. Whew. All right. One last thing though, before we wrap up, because I don't think we're going to be doing another emergency pod after the second and third round. Fourth round pick, we got to take that punter from San Diego State. I'm so down. But one of those two picks. Okay. Fourth? I've seen weird stuff about him. He's been my guy all year, but I've seen like weird stuff about him. Like, you know, when the NFL starts like talking about him and like, oh, I don't know if he's going to make it. He punts the ball 85 yards. Say all the weird stuff you want. I don't care. Give me that guy. Okay. But uh, the criticism was can he. Place it, or he's just gonna get. Touch, is he gonna be touchback city? Because honestly, the criticism was really Mel Kiperish. It was just like, oh, this guy offensive line is gonna get penalties. Oh, this punter, he's gonna get. He's gonna get touchbacks. Who cares? <laughs> okay, fine. The, you're telling me the. You're saying right now a criticism for not drafting this guy is that the other team might start the ball at the twenty yard line every single time. Deal. <laughs> Hit me up. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. That's All fair, right, guys. I it's, like it. It's, it's been I like it. Matariza, baby. Give it to <laughs> me. Matariza City. Lock like it in. It. I like it. Twelfth the pick. Right. God. Round. The punt god, baby. All right. Now, How about Jordan Stout? Now. What about right, Jordan right. Stout? Do you care? No. Okay, so Jordan Stout or Matariza or just Matariza? Just Matariza. 
All right. Just because he, he, he can kick it so far. All right. Fair, fair. Talking about punters. Jesus, man. Jesus. He's punter of the year, bro. What do you want? Penn State guy. Whatever. I think Jordan Stout's a beast. Pat McAfee likes him more. All right. On that note, <laughs> it's midnight. This pod has gone off the rails talking about punters. I'm sure everyone's a- tuned a plus out draft. that point. A-plus a draft. A-plus draft, indeed. If you made it this far, thank you for all our listeners for sticking with us to hear the excitement. Oh, my God. Shout Great out to Coral Labeef. He knows I called it. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> Great draft. Great draft. <laughs> all right. Thank you to all our listeners for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. You know what to do. If you listen to this podcast and you're not subscribed already, we're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We're also on YouTube. Look for Knicks, Jets, etc. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. If you watch a video, hit that like button and leave a comment. Add to the conversation. Let us know what you think about this. Let us know what you think about the Jets draft. We think it's, I, I think it's A+. Plus. Greg's saying A+. Plus. John, do you think it's A+, plus right now? I mean, I, they honestly can't mess it up too much further. I, 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 I don't want to say plus right now, but it's definitely an A, dude. Definitely three first round picks, bro. Three, and we still drafting tomorrow. What else? I don't exactly. Know. I, like John, 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 John's not That's with like us on the A plus. Every time I look at draft stuff, I'm like, oh, top guys are cool, but I really like a bunch of guys in the middle. And here we are, bro. We got a bunch of guys in the middle. I'm so hyped. So John's on the A. Greg and I are on the A plus. So leave a comment. Add, add. Let us know what you think about this draft. Leave it in the comment section. But while you're over here on this channel, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our boy Chip Murphy. They go down everything. Baseball, NFL, NBA. I feel bad for Chip. He had he had the plus 1,800 on Gardner and Jermaine Johnson, the 10. <sighs> Tough. Got him later. That's well, a plus 1,800. I had two of my three picks for Winning Picks Weekly yesterday, so I'm Let's plus go. money on the draft. So I'm hyped. So check that. Check that out. You hear that already, right? You're hearing that. These guys are making their money. Chip is a little struggling right now, according to these guys. <laughs> So you know you know what that means. You gotta tune into winning picks week that means you gotta tune into winning picks weekly, listen to these guys' takes, and bet responsibly. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the next Jets Etc. podcast. We out. Don't forget to trade Jamal Adams and $78 million for ABT and Garrett Wilson. Let's go.